make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. And right now, we're actually coming to you from, where are we, guys? Sugar Creek Gymnasium in Sugar Creek, Kansas, or Missouri. Missouri. But I got to say, though, um, it's kind of nice because we have <laughs> we have Jason here, who's, um, this is the first time you've actually been, like, quote, unquote, in studio. Yeah. Right? I'd like to see the government hang up on me now. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we also have a good friend of mine, Richard Rose. What is up? Oh, man. we uh, It's been a long day. We, we got here. It was like 9 o'clock in the morning. And we did the paranormal conference literally all day till, what, 9 o'clock at night? Yeah, and I sat at the DMV from 7 a.m. till 8.30 a.m. Uh. Before yeah. I came. That's that's freaking terrible, <laughs> just by the way. Nobody wants to do that. Oh, my gosh. But then we it was kind of fun because we actually got to investigate this place, which is it's an old gymnasium uh, that used to be attached to a school that has since burned down. But I don't know. It's, pre- it's pretty cool. Um, definitely one of the more active locations that that I've been to. Um there was some fun stuff going on, though. Oh, my gosh. But uh, I got something fuzzy, like, poking me in the face, and I don't like it. Richard. Is, is it's it, that ghost. Is, I thought I was going to say, is it you? But <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so we're actually we're doing this show in the dark right now. Like, it is completely dark yeah exactly where we saw the shadow people yeah i don't want to talk about it um because (laughs) it's directly behind me is where we saw the shadow figure and it was doing something very creepy like (laughs) it was hiding under a table yeah which is two feet away from my back Right and, and I'm going to let you know that Josh isn't setting the scene correctly because as he's saying this, he keeps looking I do. over his shoulders I can't to make help sure it. that they're not like behind him trying to listen to see what we're saying or doing. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, you either are nervous or your ass itches. That's true. That's true. It might be a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no. What do you, What do you guys think of this conference so far? I'd say I was a latecomer. I did get here kind of late, um, but the Bigfoot discussion, the interesting people discussion, and the UFO discussion kind of it opened my mind up a little bit. Now I, I do believe in that stuff, but to hear the recordings from that gentleman yeah. of the Sasquatch, uh, the Bigfoot conversation, I, I don't know what was going on, but it was a whole bunch of grunting and moaning and 
it kind of it made me wonder. Oh yeah, I mean, and this guy, uh, the guy in question, his name is Scott Nelson, and he's uh, Jason. Help me out with this. He's he a linguist, is a right? Crypto. Uh, he was a crypto linguist for the Navy, and now he works at a military school in Lexington, Missouri, teaching several different languages. I believe I found him. Um, for anybody out there that doesn't know, I actually started this conference a few years ago, and I wanted to find a Bigfoot person, and honestly, he was the only one that would come for free, and I'm actually very happy with him. Like, what what he has to say is pretty impressive, but, you know, like, as Richard was saying, you know, he has these recordings of, uh, of these big feet, I don't know what you call it. But yeah, is there a plural name for that? Right, that's what I wondered. It's a good discussion. Is it Big Feet or Bigfoot? <laughs> Bigfoots? I saw right. a, um, a cartoon a few months ago, and it had a Bigfoot, but he only had one Bigfoot and one little foot. And he's like, yeah, that's right. What little foot? That's where I got my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, I mean, it's very cool because he will... I mean, he'll stop. You know, he'll play back the recordings, obviously, but then he'll stop it loop some of the things and then even slow them down like 50% or whatever and tell you kind of what he's going after here and his job specifically is not necessarily to like come up with a whole language necessarily but to really uh analyze the different uh does he call them phonemes he used a lot of uh there was a lot of layman terms there was a lot of yeah technical jargon that I they didn't uh I didn't quite pick up on but but we're getting there. <laughs> I he, think oh, go ahead. He was talking about the phonetic sounds yeah. there for yeah. a while that they were making like the like how they would end a conversation with a that type of deal. And it was Exactly it like of, yeah. how when we talk, you know, we basically we have inflections in our voice. Upward inflection would suggest like a question. Um and you know when we just drop a sentence you know, it's basically like saying without saying it, okay, now it's your turn to talk. It definitely sounded like two th- things having some sort of back and forth. And what was funny about it, it was male and female. Yeah. And it sounded like the 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 dude squatch was getting his ass reamed a little bit. Yeah, I think he didn't take the trash out or something. I, he must have fucked up somehow. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. She, she, we, we know what wasn't happening that night. We'll just say that. <laughs> well, you know, in most No species, squat sex tonight, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's kind of close to human, but in most species, the female is larger and in control most of the time. Hey, as a married man. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking leave that alone. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Now, I want to – I was very excited because, like, you know, we got to finally show A Brush With Evil in Kansas City, and I'm very excited. We're going to do the same thing tomorrow. But, uh, I mean, the people that saw it today were actually – I mean, it was pretty well-received, honestly, and I was happy about that. But I got that shit out of the way, and then all I could think about was we we get to investigate this place once – the conference is quote unquote over, you know, then we get to actually do some investigating. Now, Richard, what did you experience while we were investigating for that two hours? Uh, I think uh, the biggest thing that happened was, I guess there was a little boy named Matthew here. Um, 
and they were using some what did they call it uh Guitar tuner? There was a guitar tuner that they had modified somehow. Some sort of tuner, yeah. That he he showed me it before in the light. I don't. It's been a couple of years yeah. since I've seen it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Somehow when they would answer yes or no, it'd be red or green or that type of deal. So yeah. we were getting a lot of uh, intelligent responses through the lights, and then they had a little bit of flashlight play. Um, well, we had the K2 there. The K2s it was were going, going off as well as yeah. the guitar tuner thing. But I know at one point uh, they were trying to get his attention, and that's when I thought, hey, he's a little kid. He's going to like to play basketball or kickball <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. So that's when I brought it up. If you want me to grab a basketball, turn that flashlight on. And right as I said that, it popped on. So I ran in and got the basketball. But the funny thing was I grabbed the wrong basketball, <laughs> and it made Matthew mad. He didn't like to that. the point to where he stopped talking to us. Yeah, He's like, I actually did you. see that basketball rock back and forth when he first brought it out. But there are fans blowing in here, right? The uh, they're actually doing a lot of uh, remodeling to this gym, and supposedly it's about to go under heavy renovation here very soon. Uh, and with that, they the first thing that they took out was the. Uh, the air conditioning <laughs> so, you know honestly i don't see any vents in this room anyways you know i mean i see it's the big gym. vents from the fans yeah it's a gym I it's don't know gonna if be this warm room was ever ac yeah it doesn't look like it i don't know what y'all talking about i got two fans blowing on me right yeah, now you're it's, feeling it's, great it's pretty cool it actually doesn't <laughs> feel that bad sitting here right now no it's 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 definitely okay well we have the cold front moving in too yeah that's true it's uh it might start storming here after a bit which could be nice could be very so very nice what happened when josh and i went up to the top of the bleachers what happened down here well uh, well when you guys went up to the bleachers actually uh you scared the one woman i just want to let you know uh <laughs> i think she let a little scream out because she's seen you guys she saw us walking yeah she thought it was apparitions <laughs> shit, uh, shit, 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 shit. but matthew actually stopped talking to us and oh. I thought, here we go again, another kid that doesn't like Rick. Um, <laughs> because it is. With me, it's like, either they it. love me or they're telling me to shut up. They just and don't dig it. I thought tonight was going to be the one where he's like, I don't like that bearded guy. I'm going on the other direction. <laughs> he's but scary. It was actually, from what we figured out was, I grabbed the wrong basketball. He wanted the Tweety Bird basketball. So when I went in there and grabbed that is when we started getting more intelligent responses. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it was just through K2s. And uh, the the guitar tuner and uh, a mel meter was laying there and flashlights. Um, there cool. was no ITC done, which I would have loved to do. I would have loved to pop something open and hear their voice. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully they go through the recordings and hear EVPs. That'll be very cool too. Uh, yeah, I know I have my recorder going. Yeah, and I uh, when when I was standing there before Josh and I left the spot. When I was holding the K2, I felt something touch my hand and grab the K2 repeatedly. It was a light touch. It wasn't like somebody physical was grabbing it, but I definitely felt it tug That's three insane. times. And I felt it on my hand, and I tried to describe it to Josh. Right. It was hard to describe the sensation I had in my hand. It wasn't like a tingling or a, or a prickly or anything like that, it, but... There was definitely a different feeling in my hand while it was happening. That's awesome, though. And I I don't know. We were getting a lot of strange uh, K2 hits 
tonight. That's for sure. This entire building. I mean, I've had that K2 for years and never had anything like this. Really? Yeah, I mean, I hardly ever get any K2 hits. Most of the time, lately, when I've thought about bringing it out, it doesn't do anything. Wow. I don't know. It's it's definitely a weird feeling in this place, and that especially when you just look out. It's a fairly, I don't know, it's a fairly large gym, but I mean, you look out and to see like shadows moving and things like that. I mean, it's it's fucking freaky. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, when you and I were sitting up there, we talked about, and I brought up that uh, I'm pretty used to sitting in the dark. And even though this is a new place, you kind of have a sense of how shadows work. Yes. At least we do, because we do a lot of sitting in the dark. Yeah. And there was definitely some shadows moving around here that we didn't, weren't able to explain. Well, and if you notice, I do keep looking behind me. Yeah. I'm just fucking freaked out. But whatever. Uh, I'll what let is. you know if you have something to worry about. <laughs> yeah, about yeah. Well, what's going to happen is he's going to look over his shoulder. He's going to see something. We're going to hear him scream. Uh, all, yeah. all these fans that tune in, they're going to hear him screech. <laughs> yeah. All five of you can laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there might be six. I might have one of my fans tune in. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Because, yeah, you got some fans, bro. You've got some fans. Because you're doing a lot right now, Richard. Yes. Like, one of if you wanted to. You could you could fill us in on what you're doing. Uh, well, actually, I started off with just uh, founding and being a lead investigator for Paranormal Warnings, and we we kind of took a, a, a little different approach on it. Um, my team member Cher Spindler, which is she's like your biggest fan, Josh. Uh, Love you, Cher. You got a 65 year old chasing you down. Love you, Cher. Um, <laughs> she's awesome. She's a sensitive empath, so it's it's basically a two person team. Yeah. She's old school. I'm new school. Yep. So we validate with with the dowsing rods, with her with her abilities, and then we use our ITC research and the spirit boxes and all that, and it kind of it just it goes hand in hand. And that stuff um, is so interesting too. It is to uh, use. It's when you when you start getting the messages, there's no way to deny that you're you're speaking to something. Right? Uh, is it a spirit, a ghost, alien, uh, big feet? Uh, right. we, we don't know, but. <laughs> Um, that's the answers we're trying to find out. Yeah. And uh, I've been in some pretty dark places where some threatening messages have come through. Uh, cell phones throwing at me out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it, it kind of took off from there to where me and Cher started chasing the the dark side of things. Um, I like to tempt fate. I don't, yeah. I don't take protection with me. And she yells at me all the time. <laughs> but uh, And I know I heard that too. Yeah, they don't, they don't yeah I thought it might have been Hector with keys, but I don't know where he is. I think he's probably sitting in the office. He was sitting by the door. He was there, sitting by the door. But I saw him get up and go towards the office. Yeah, but that was, I don't like that I'm talking about the darker side of things. So. That was a while yeah. ago, though. Like yeah, he wherever left. he went, he left like maybe 10 minutes ago. Yeah, It, he it was, sounded like janitor keys. That's the only thing. Yeah, that's what I heard. A key ring. It was jingling like somebody was running. He may have keys, but I don't... Those doors are already locked. Yeah. I don't know what he would be doing with them. But Shit. Yeah, so we started running with Paranormal Warnings, doing Sally House in Atchison, Kansas, uh, Veliskax Murder House. Um, and then I got a call from a buddy, and he said, Hey, uh, I got an opportunity for you. So what are you talking about? He goes, Well, you know this guy named Brad Kling. And I said, Yeah, I, that's... 
I've heard of Ghost Lab. Um, right. I never really watched it, but and there's what there's the, something behind the, me. Oh, there's a dog, guys. Is there a, a dog? dog? Yeah, there's a dog in okay. here. Okay. Yeah, we're That's, good. Okay, debunked. <laughs> debunked. But <laughs> was that dog here when we were investigating? No, I know the dog it was, was here not, earlier. No, this is a big ass dog. They actually just went and got oh, the dog. Okay, yeah. I hear it walking around, but I can't see it. I think we're gonna have another guest on the show it's here in a little bit. Probably yeah. But it's probably so yeah, you said uh, I got an opportunity with you. We're we're they're filming a new uh series and it's called Strange Curiosity. And uh it's basically everything paranormal from if we're out there and we see a UFO, we're we're shooting it. Um it's just not the whole ghost or spirit. So I like that kind of idea. But he's also going with the the history. And it's not a fabricated history, it's actual like this is what happened type deal. That's um, the interesting stuff too. Yeah. You know? It is. Uh getting down there and just hearing it, it deep down, uh people talking about it and hearing first hand experiences of, of people being thrown across rooms and and all that, it's it kind of opens your mind up. That's well, awesome. I see that as a show that an investigator will watch because most of these other shows that I watched a long time ago, I really stopped watching when I investigated because it wasn't like my investigation. Not in the sense that yeah. it had to be, but um, it. I always thought that there should be a show catered to investigators. Yeah, and it sounds like that would be one yeah. that I would watch. The, the thing is... Uh, uh, when we go into a place, um, not everything's demonic. Exactly. If you know what I'm getting I at. I know exactly what you're getting at. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's not guys running down hallways screaming and yelling. Right, um, right. It's just four guys that love to investigate. And with Brad being like six foot four, big Texan boy. He's a big guy. You know, hey, he, he gets riled up. And <laughs> I know there's one point where he screamed in Illinois, and I jumped. So, uh, hey Josh, there out. was a uh, bump behind you. Bullshit! Uh, you have headphones on. I do have I, headphones yeah, on. I heard There's, something back you behind it? you. Yeah, it was a knock. It was like a one of those deals. Yeah, dude, I'm not even lying. Um, like I can't hear with these headphones on or whatever. I can't hear a yeah. freaking thing other than you guys. Yeah, I didn't want to cut them off, but I heard it. Yeah. Well, well, obviously the spirits goody. inside this building do not like me talking about this. So, but yeah, it's all taken off and. Uh, be be on the lookout for it. Um, Absolutely, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that one of these nights when you switch your TV set on, you will see my beautiful beard on it, and then I will have two fans instead It'll be of just hot. one. <laughs> you have two fans. Or you two have haters, two fans right? on you right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lucky bastard. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now, Jason, what about you, my friend? What do you got going on? Well, one of them you're listening to, and I'm right, actually yeah. very happy to be on this. And it's I hope a lot of that fun. Um, if you guys enjoy having me on this, that you let Josh know because he's actually said he hasn't gotten any feedback in a while. No, I know people are. Yeah, they they've stopped with the emails. Hmm. But I also. Um, <clears throat> I am doing my own little video blog podcast that I was doing every other week, but it's I'm actually transitioning in, in my cameras, and I just sold the camera that I used <laughs> right. to film that. Right. Um, but I do have a few episodes up just on my YouTube channel. Screwed the pooch, buddy. That's what you did. Yeah. Screwed the pooch. <laughs> well, you get a video blog, one. and he sells his video I mean, camera. <laughs> I, I couldn't pass up the selling it, but I don't blame you. Um, 
at all. I'm actually talking with some people about doing a few different documentaries, and I want to get back into investigating, definitely, but I I want to do it differently than I did before in the sense that, like... It's just way too busy before. There's a right. you know, there's a good side of being too busy and there's definitely a bad side to being too busy. Right. Especially, you know, like Hector here who's running the conference, he has like thirty people in his group. Oh, so yeah. they have they could delegate all everything out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a little bit to go through. Where I only have two other people in my group right. that would actually do any of the review. Yeah. Um and you have to do the review because that's how you find this stuff. Yeah, it's a big part of it. <laughs> and I do know that it takes away from family time. Right. But I also have a lot of other hobbies and stuff that I do as well outside of the paranormal. Yeah. And I definitely want to make that moon document documentary that I we would, talked about. I would love to make a moon documentary. I actually heard a podcast the other day that had a whole section on the moon. What, what specifically were they talking about? Well, this guy was talking about the um, why the Apollo mission stopped. Okay. And different lights that the astronauts would see on the planet or on the moon. And, and uh, he was bringing up a lot of the points that I brought up before in the first podcast i was on with it's the exact same shape it's placed in the sky that it would fit the solar disk exactly yes and they actually i didn't know this they found a rock they called the genesis rock on the moon that is it's one billion years older than the moon itself what the frick and it had some i don't know the i don't remember the details i'd have to listen to it again but it had some weird like the du- the ground around it yeah. had uh, dust that was strange in some way. But they actually brought this rock back from the moon, and they call it the Genesis rock because they don't have any explanation where it came from. It's actually older than our solar system, apparently. That's insane. Yeah, I might have to do a little more research now, on I wanna, it. Yeah, I want to look into this. And then maybe we can do a show on the on the Genesis rock. That would yeah, be, that'd be cool. That would be sexy. You can imagine the guy that had the <laughs> the, the mission of carrying that rock, carrying the rock, yeah. and the pucker <laughs> level that was on him of like making yeah. sure he took every step right, right, and drop yeah. it. Because I know me, I would trip over my own foot and I fall pr- face first and watch <laughs> it shatter in front of me. I would probably do the same, yeah. slow motion type stuff. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I do think it's also strange how. They don't have any of the original footage of the moon landings. It's all copies of the original stuff. Oh, I didn't realize that. At least that's what I've heard and what I've always heard. I'm pretty sure they lost the original. Well, there's still video. a very large camp of people that would would stand here and tell you that the moon landing never happened. Yeah. Well, and that's I one mean, of their arguments is that they wouldn't allow us to see the original footage because they'd be able to anal- we would be able to analyze it and tell that it wasn't really taken on the moon i see um but how i don't do know what to think about that i i've heard many different theories yeah it's all interesting i can see why we would fake it but you know who knows the the uh the documentary that mini documentary thing that i made it's like 30 minutes long uh, disclosure. Yeah. 
the you know i i went online and got the actual fucking transcripts between you know buzz aldrin uh and all that shit and what you know and neil armstrong and like what they were actually saying during all this you know because it's all public record now but i have a whole little section in there specifically from uh apollo 11 the mission you know um jesus christ sorry i (laughs) i keep seeing shit behind me but anyway um the shit that they were saying was you know like they're here underneath the surface we can hear them moving around we see spacecraft over on this crater's edge and it's like they're just sitting there watching us like okay guys that's far enough yeah they also talked about in that podcast oh sorry i didn't mean to no not at all they talked about you mentioned before it was the u.s that shot it was a satellite or something that was already in space that they crashed into the moon and it rang like a bell they said for three days correct and there's also which i didn't know about we nasa went back to the moon in the sense that it didn't send people back to the moon or land anything no but in the 90s, I think, in the early 90s, yeah. they took hundreds of thousands of photos of the moon. Correct. Mapping every single part of it. I don't remember what the missions were called. But, I believe it started with the C, but they won't release any of those pictures to the public. None. Whatsoever. Zero. Zero. If they were just now, some pictures of, those, of the moon, why would they hide it? Now, some of these pictures, I know, um, I think it was like, Shit, I don't remember. It was like, whatever. Like Google Moon or some shit like that. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It was some website like that. And it was basically like feeding live images in, you know. And at one point, you know, the the base portion of the moon that almost looks like the, the top of a globe with a little circle and then there's kind of lines that shoot out from it, almost looking like longitude lines. Um that appeared to be opening like similar to like an aperture on a camera wow and light seemed to be emitting from it those photos were i know but those uh, photos were immediately taken away you know at this point this is all just going to be bleeped out by the government you know you don't know what happened here's what happened (laughs) let's let's enlighten richard what what were we talking about uh it was two podcasts ago Oh, and you know what I thought was really funny, and Brad brought it up too, that I said at the end of that podcast, if I'm not here next week, you know what happened, and then you <laughs> and released did, a couple yeah. of podcasts without me. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that one person sitting over there. Yeah. Let me tell you what happened, though. Like I was, I was preparing for this conference, and I'm very meticulous when it comes to just shit. So if I know I have something coming up, I, I already have stuff la- laid out and, and ready to go. You know, um, what I was doing is I, I d- took everything apart and hooked it up to this laptop to make sure that I could actually do the show on the laptop. And <laughs> totally spaced the fact that, yeah, I did. See, that you said if I'm not here next week, they got me. Yeah, I did. And to let Richard know, we I told a, a half-hour story about an underground base here in Kansas City. Yeah. And halfway through the conversation, my phone 
completely does something really weird. I mean, it cuts off, and it was probably just a coincidence. But then, even on the playback, there's some weird beeping that I'd never heard before. I don't think. And then I was trying to call him. He was trying to call me, and I talked for two seconds. And as I was on the phone with him, my phone starts calling him on its own. It was weird. And then it gets cut off again. Dude, it was jacked up. (laughs) I can tell you though, because you were talking about the whole NASA live live feeds thing yeah, yeah. Um, it just recently they caused a stink because uh they were doing a live feed and there was something that come into the picture that was oh yeah i saw this it looked like a ufo yeah and they cut the feeds right away they just shut them off and people were like there it is There's there it conspiracy. is conspiracy uh, they don't want you to know um and i also yeah. and i might be wrong on this but i had read on facebook which is credible it's a credible source. Absolutely. It's on the internet. Um, <laughs> but a lady by the name of Andrea Perrin. Oh, I know uh, Andrea. From the Conjuring. Yes. I know her very well, uh, yes. She had posted a link to, I think there was like 25 pages yeah. worth of government documents that they had released proving that there was something else out there, ex- extraterrestrial. Yeah. Um, and that they had communications with it. And I got to tell you, like, if I would believe anybody, it would be Andrea. Hold like, on. She is Sorry, a great person. I just saw somebody standing behind you, Richard. Ha! It's uh, not behind it, me it now. It wasn't a solid mass. I could see that cart with the tables on it through it, but it was definitely um, black, almost like milky. Uh, right behind you. I'm hearing a lot of... There's a lot of clicking noise. There is a lot of noise going left. on over there. I, I don't well, know what it is. See, I tell you this, though. The direction that these gentlemen are facing right now and looking... We were all standing in the uh, center-ish of the gym uh, earlier, and I think this was right before you actually went and got that basketball. And we were just doing like a K2 Mm -hmm. session or whatever, and I saw something like peek its head around the corner and then quickly go away. And I jumped. I didn't like completely lose my shit, but I mean I jumped. And that's when, you know, I obviously wanted to go up there and check it out for you myself. Know, the funny, but the funny thing about that is uh, you see an apparition of some sort. Uh, some people are quick to run. Very much so. Um, but you got us crazy folks that see it, and we're quick to run towards it. Yeah, we do. We want to find out. Well, yeah, that's the first thing it. we did when you saw the... You didn't even mention that you saw that woman standing in the entryway. Okay, that was the big thing for me tonight. That was like almost poop my pants moment. But you and I were walking fairly fast by the main foyer of this building. Yeah, we were coming down from the bleachers. And I saw a black, or it's a figure. It looked like a woman's figure wearing black clothing. And as I then, you know, I saw it really quick was looking forward then and turned back almost immediately after that to see who the fuck was standing there and there was nobody there and it freaked me out and we went into the foyer area and was we were getting k2 hits yet again but i don't know man yeah it was weird oh and we also saw the what was that that was me Oh, okay. I was clearing my throat. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, there's a door, actually, that's behind you. Oh, yeah. 
And I don't know if you were in the room, Josh. I was I up there. Were, no, no. Well, I'm talking about when I talked to the people that were down there. Oh, I think no, you were outside on the phone with I, your wife. Yeah, I had to go call home, yeah. They did not go up the steps at all. They didn't even go what? into that part. They were in the part where they're doing the where the okay. massage table is. So here's we were sitting up top on the bleacher section yeah. of this gym looking towards this door which is at the bottom and on the opposite side of the gym. And I can see the light under it right now. Yeah, you could definitely see light underneath the door. But what I you were then describing in that room. But what you were describing was something was breaking the light. Yeah, and it wasn't like the light was blinking because it moved from one side, blacked it out, and then moved back and let the light come in. Shit. And they they confirmed they didn't even go into that part. They were over one room. They yeah, didn't okay, even yeah. go over there. Wow. There is a lot of history on this place um, with the school burning down. and Right. And just, <laughs> I mean, before I even got here, I've heard about this this school for like the last six months. Nice. People are always talking about the activity that's inside here. And when Jason actually told me that they were doing a Paracon in here, yeah, uh, I brought it up to one of my other friends that they were doing it in this gymnasium. She was like, they're what? <laughs> that place, uh, yeah, they're going to have some activity. That's awesome. So, I mean, people around here know the history behind this place. Well, and it's definitely sparked my interest that's for sure because i mean you guys know this we hear all the time oh that fucking place is haunted oh that place is haunted oh this place is haunted oh that mailbox is haunted yeah there's there's all kinds of activity here right and so you take it with a grain of salt but my god like here i am and i'm like jesus christ like every two seconds yeah, it was cool. it was almost nonstop. Like yeah. there wasn't more than sixty seconds between things that we would notice. Right. I, I even I guess when I first started I was up here by myself. I'm not sure what you guys were doing or getting anything. I didn't have anything happen up there. But yeah, <laughs> ever since I whenever I came down here and then we went off I mean it was it was constant. Yeah crazy place though it's it's very impressive i'll give it that i don't know i'm still just trying to get used to it i think i want to see that shadow person again oh yeah i can't wait it was right there well no not the one we saw the one that i saw behind him oh yeah just a minute ago or behind rick all i can say is like it was underneath the table i saw a figure like underneath the table and it was reaching, it reached its hand upward and, like, made this, like, if your fingers are all outstretched and you pull in the pinky and then the ring finger and then the, the middle finger and index finger very fast, that's what it looked like. You know, just like, it scared the shit I definitely out of saw the thing under the table. I didn't see that. I think you saw that right before I looked over. Yeah, that's when I, I grabbed your leg in a non-homo way yeah. <laughs> and i go dude <laughs> oh, did you see that but was... no it looked like the only way i could describe it i couldn't make out form but i could tell that there was movement there because the little bit of light that was in here it looked like it would shine off of skin like off of the arm sure or something when it was moving around 
yeah, this place is very, very cool. Um, I don't know. Are there any, like, YouTube videos on this place that... I haven't looked. I don't know. Check on YouTube, guys. If you're listening to this and you are curious about this place, YouTube Sugar Creek Gym in Sugar Creek, Missouri. And it's see if anything pops up. I have no idea. I know I was trying to find uh, the exact address the other night, and it kept trying to take me to, like, a gold gym. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, no, it's not. It's on no, the, the Paragon website. Yeah, I figured. I got smart for a second. So, yeah. Now, what else was I going to I was going to mention something. Oh, okay. We started talking about, like, ITC and things like that a little earlier. Where do you see the field going? Like, as we sit now, I mean, there there are all sorts of new devices and new tweaks and mods coming out all the time. Like, where do you see the field going in the next five years? You know, the bad thing is, um, with everything the way that we're seeing it going, everybody's going to more app-based stuff. Very so much so. It isn't like 10 years ago yeah. where you went to an investigation and you had 15 things of crates on you right. and all these spear boxes sb7s and, <clears throat> right. and all this stuff it's now it's like hey, i got my my android phone uh i got this i got that so, right um is it good is it bad i think it's kind of hurting the community to a point to where i'm still like of the impression like when you investigate i just shut my shit off like my mm-hmm. phone goes off because i don't want it emitting any electromagnetic field because I swear to God, it'll set off at a K2 meter from 15 yards away. Yeah, it will. Easily. Yeah, and you, you and I have had this conversation many times about um, not really liking the spirit boxes in the apps. You know, and I've just... I've, I have them. I have some of them. Uh, and I've spent good money on them, you know? Um, because I want to try these things out for myself. But yeah... I don't really ever try to rely on a single piece of equipment ever. Um, I have a lot of toys, but I just, you know, I pick and choose what I use for one investigation and switch it up for another. I don't know. I just don't want to be tied down, I guess. But, but well, yeah, it's, it's weird thinking that an app would have this ability, capability, I should say. I was, I was the sucker that uh, wanted the... The, the box, the spirit box that the guy makes by hand. So I went out and spent the four hundred and seventy five dollars and all that stuff. I now just saw just, you, I just saw your fucking shadow figure. Yeah, I saw I saw a glimpse of it out of the corner of my eye. You saw it too? See I, I got I got the benefit of looking at a white screen in front of me, so <laughs> Right. But, oh but yeah, so my god. Now my spirit box is collecting dust inside the house. Is it? Uh yeah, I'm. I'm actually looking to get rid of it. Yeah, but uh, it's because we're we're trying to go more traditional. Sure, uh, absolutely. Because yeah, the apps are out there, but how much can you trust them that they're not preloaded? See, that's my point. I, yeah, it's like how easy would it be for a programmer to to just pre-install some shit? Well, I mean, if you look at it, and I'm I'm not saying that they're fake. No, by no. no means. By no means am I saying they're fake. I use them. You go to my YouTube channel, you'll see. Yeah, it. absolutely. It, it, it's it's there. Um, so I can't sit here and bash them, but if you speak into your phone and ask Siri, 
what's zero divided by zero, right. she goes off on you. Yeah, it's funny. So what's saying that these people haven't created a smart Siri to where you say, where am I, what am I doing, how old are you, and they, they throw out numbers. I mean, it's just sure. something to throw out there. Um, yeah. I'm not saying this stuff, it's actually fake, but it's I've, something to think about. It really is something to think Technology about. Technology is advancing. Yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've seen and heard a few impressive, not impressive, I would say, but uh, interesting things from apps and spirit boxes and stuff. I don't have a lot of experience with spirit boxes, but I, like you said, I don't know if you mean the same thing, but I like what I started with: recorders, yeah. cameras, right? In my own intuition, I think that's a big one, and you know, we've we've been doing this enough. That we know what it feels like when like when a spirit gets close to you, touches you, smacks you or whatever. Yeah. We can recognize those feelings. So we don't even necessarily need to rely so much on the the tech anymore. And just use your senses, like you said. I think that's a huge thing that people are starting to kind of pull away from, sadly, I think. So I don't know. I, I can tell you this much: uh, the the bright side of the the boxes and the ITC is that I get an immediate response. Bingo! Um, I do like that that part, that now, real time yeah. conversation, man. Um, but when like when we're sitting downstairs in the basement of Sally House, and that box says, "I will lacerate you all," and uh, yeah. you better fight it, and um, you better wrestle it, and just all this crazy stuff in the moment. I mean, you. you you hear the responses through us. We're like, what did that just say? Like, <laughs> we're just, whoa, just freaking out. Right. But um, it's, I, I'm not a sensitive. I'm not an empath. Um, I'm not psychic. I'm not a medium. I'm just a crazy lunatic that likes dark places. And Yeah. Yeah, I'm about as psychic as a blade of grass. I say that yeah. all the time, and I stick to it, man. Like, but I may have a little something going on, but I don't trust any of it because i don't know if it's true or not now i and i say that i do believe that us as investigators we may not be psychic but we can surely feel when the mood changes in a place and that's an ability in and of itself that's something you're feeling in the environment and i think uh i don't know but i think a lot of psychics use that it's stuff that we use all the time that we don't call an ability yeah so in the next five years, do you see just tech overrunning the whole field? Or do you think that we'll eventually reach kind of a breaking point and go back to old school methods? Uh, to be honest, um, the tech has taken over. Yeah, I, um, I would agree. And it's, it's, it's because you, you, you look about ten years ago and you Shit. only had like one or two shows yeah, that were kind of on TV, and it was still you still got the crazy eye. Um, oh yeah. And now it's 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 mainstreamed to the point to where I mean, it's scary because I've went on a YouTube and just researched like ITC uh, apps and all that, and you pull up ten, eleven, twelve year olds exactly running around their bedroom calling for the devil. Yeah. And well, yeah. Now everybody can do it with two pencils. Apparently, yeah, Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Christ. And I, well, I can tell you this much. All right, I didn't believe Charlie. Charlie was real, but my pencil freaking moved. What? And I'm telling you, it's on my video. It's got it's got close to thirty thousand views. 
I gotta watch your video. Um, I am going to do this. It wasn't just at the pencil moving. My my ITC research app was grunting and growling and making what? pig noises. Holy and shit! I know for a fact nothing was programmed in there because I programmed a sound bank. That's what uh, what is the uh, the ITC app that you use? It's if, called EVR. Okay, okay. Um, but you can build your own sound banks, which mm-hmm. is awesome because you know what goes in there. Yeah. So when these pig noises helps, started coming yeah. through, I was like, I didn't put this in there. And That's nuts. It was just, uh, it was real evil sounding. Um, and people were kind of concerned for me because there for a while the pencils were just sitting there. Sure. And then about 15 minutes in, that thing started moving. And Damn. I was even like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know what moved <laughs> that. Uh, Charlie, I don't believe in you, but whatever is coming through this box right now, you better get the hell on out of my house. <laughs> that, them, them pig grunting noises and, and all that. Um, That's impressive, it, though. It was crazy. And it was even crazier that I had like 125 people watching me do it live. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. I was like, these people are just... They're crazy, but was that on your UStream? That no, was on YouTube. YouTube, actually, YouTube live show. That's awesome. Um, but I've I've done a couple of different things. I actually, uh, just recently, I found out that um, I did a Ouija board session. Sure. And I'm not a I'm not a big believer in Ouija boards. How they're how everybody says they're evil. If they're right. used correctly, they can be beneficial. Sure. Well, I sat down with mine. And I was like, I'm going to give this a shot with just myself, so I know. If it moves, it's moving by itself. Right. And I my, believe that it's the person using it, not the It's the, the board. intentions. Intentions. Yeah. But uh, my fingers and my hands went numb. Oh, really? And the thing started moving. Well, during the session, one of my friends from Tennessee is watching. And it started saying, your friends are going to suffer. And I didn't think anything about it. I closed the session off, went on. Yeah. That next day... She had a flare-up, something with her back that put her in a wheelchair. Oh, no, And she dude. ended up in the hospital with some kind of infection. Oh, my God. And she was like, I was watching your stream the night before, and it's saying your friends are going to suffer. And <laughs> Now she's she, blaming for you. For six months. It, it's been that long oh, where she is still suffering from this. And I talked to her on the phone the other day, and she was like, I can't watch any of your streams anymore. I'm, I'm too scared. <laughs> she's done with so, it. <laughs> It, it, it is. I mean, uh, the stuff's out there. What's affecting? I don't know. Was it coincidence? We'll never know. But um, the fact that it told me they would suffer. Now, let just, me ask. Like, and this is one. This is one thing. Like, kind of talking more like with the dark stuff. You know, there's a lot of. Uh, how do I even approach this? Okay, let's say somebody is possessed, or seemingly is possessed. How? the paranormal community would view that person or how society would view that person. Society would say she's crazy as fuck or whatever. Put this person on meds, you know, or put her in, uh, some kind of an institution or whatever. Where is the line? Like, does it make sense, um, to say that you just pigeonhole people as crazy or is there something to this? Or is that intentional from a, a demonic standpoint? Is it intentional to make people act crazy so they are institutionalized and not exercised or whatever? It's like a insurance policy. It's that's a good question. Does that make um, any sense? What I just said, like yeah, I have no fucking idea if I'm like coming across. You're saying that. that the demon may 
yeah. intentionally make the person look crazy. Make them appear crazy, or at least make them appear crazy to society. Yeah, though, know? if the person is locked up, the demon is locked up as well, or whatever is Right, possessing. but they still have a host. Yeah, but a host that's locked away. Yeah, sure. I mean, that makes sense. We just had a gentleman show up on a YouTube live show that we were doing. We were just sitting there BSing. Yeah. And pops up out of nowhere, shows up <clears> in our <throat> hangout. We, we invited him in because he said he had a story to tell. And this guy, living a normal life, now take it for granted, take it with a grain of salt. Sure. This guy, we don't know him, we can't verify it or anything, but said that he was living a perfectly normal life and something started to overtake his body. And he got depressed to the point where he tried to commit suicide. Oh, my God. And almost killed himself. Thank God he was un- unsuccessful in right. offing himself. But he said when he woke up, um, he is now clinically diagnosed with uh, multiple personality disorder. Really? He, he literally told us that he has 27 identities living inside him. Whoa. And... Um, I, I didn't even know how to approach it. But right. He was going into this whole long speech on how we're not even living right now. We're actually just living a lie. And I've actually brought that question up before. Um, are we the ones trying to contact them because we're dead and they're alive? I mean, it's something right. that in mind blows. Kind of like yeah. that uh, Nicole Kidman, the others. Yeah. Did he give you a time when this happened? Uh, was it recent? I can't remember the exact date. It was just recently. Um, recently woke, that you talked to him or recently that it that happened to him? We just talked to him recently. It was probably two or three days ago. Wow. But I, I, I can't remember the, the years on this. I would have to actually it'd be a good discussion to have him on this podcast. At one point. When I first started my website, I got an email from a guy that didn't have any contact information. It was just through the contact us. It sounds almost the exact same story. Wow. It might be. I mean, this guy, he's under meds and, and all this stuff, but he, he brought up some valid points on just how we're we're just living and we're being in control and all this stuff. But did the guy, I mean, I just got to ask, did he seem legit? He seemed perfectly I normal. Mean, okay. Um, he was just sitting there. He had his vape. He was hitting his vape and just telling us, like, he was telling his best friends. Yep. And... It was kind of weird because we just met the guy, and sure. he comes in saying, hey, I've got 27 people inside of me. Um, the, well, this, this email I got, it didn't sound normal. He sounded disjointed in the sense that he was all over the place. Maybe at that yeah. time he was battling different parts it of himself. Could be. If it's the same person. Yeah, and, but, and you got to think, is that is that uh, a demonic possession on his part that he is battling? Right. Um, and another case in point is uh, I have a buddy. I'm, I'm not going to do any names um, because it's still kind of a, a, a case and sure. all this. But he was on a network TV show, um, and it involved a demonic possession. And um, during one point of the investigation, uh, his ex-wife had left the room, and she ended up coming back. And her pants were unbuckled, and she smelled like rotten flesh. Whoa. Now, at this point, somebody might be making a correlation. So I'll let you make your own judgments. But Ugh. after this show had aired, um, 
they were using Ouija boards and all this stuff. And there's just a real long story on demonic possession on his part. Um, he was at work after all this had aired and all that. He come back, opened up his front door, and he said all he remembered was his wife coming from the kitchen, coming at him with a knife. And what? she hit him once in the head, once in the neck, and then once in another spot stabbing him, saying, sorry, I got to do this. What? And she has actually been convicted of attempted murder, but, I mean, he was like, that was not her. I, I looked in her eyes, and something had a hold of her. Holy so that's something shit. that it, it's scary that to think that something can overtake you that much yeah. to make you want to kill a, a person that you vowed to live your life with and love till death or right. Well, it's almost just as terrifying the words that she was saying. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. What the fuck? Like, so I just saw the head of something in between your two books right over there. You're full of shit. Right next to your table. That's Norman. That's my ghost well, friend. No, Norman. no. This was, I've I've been seeing his um, little cape or whatever right. float around in the wind. This was between the two books on the table. Damn it! And it was right, like it was kid height or whatever. Can like, we blame the head it on was that right dog? in between the two books. Oh my god! Well, it's got good taste in books. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the only way you can put it. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness! This has been a lot of fun so far, guys. Yeah, it is. Um. I am enjoying this thoroughly. Oh are my you gosh. going back tomorrow night, or are you staying here tomorrow night? I will be staying another night and leaving with the chickens on Sunday morning. I think we should record another podcast tomorrow night. I think I'm totally fine with that. I'm, I'm totally down. I'm all about it. I'm going to be releasing this first thing, well, as soon as I get Wi-Fi. <laughs> clean it up real quick and then I'm going to uh, put it on there so there'll be three episodes launching over tonight or early got morning a whole night ready to listen yeah so it should be fun to to help get you through the weekend or beginning of the work week or whenever the- I had actually uh, and you guys you guys I want I want to know your opinions on this yeah um, just recently I had a skeptic that I'm 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 all right friends with, and he brought up a valid point. He said that whenever you hear, and you were talking about it earlier, seeing the apparition. Yes. Um, he said, "How come you don't ever see him in jinko jeans and uh, a hat crooked and all that? Most of the stories that you hear are period, white dress, black period dress, clothing. Yeah. And yeah. He said, "Why why aren't we seeing a 1992 uh, teenager that was killed in a car wreck in his jinko jeans?" Right. Yeah, no, that's a very that's a very good point. Do you, do you think it's the way the mind perceives the apparition? It, it could be. It may also be. You know, this is only speculation. The spirits we see now have had a lot of time to work on being able to show themselves, and maybe somebody recently is not able to show themselves the way that they were. That's just a thought. But yeah, you're right. Um, I do have to say that the flying humanoid I talked about in that episode of the podcast, which oh, wasn't yeah, spirit at all or anything, but no, it was, totally it was a flying though. humanoid above the highway, and I drove right under it, and it had modern clothes on. 
That is true. You did say that. It was wearing uh, sneakers. Yeah, I could see it from the waist down. It was wearing like Vans sneakers. Right. And black jeans. That's interesting. Well, because you know it's only time before we get the Ouija board out and it'll be doing LOL, BRB, <laughs> that type oh of thing. ROFL. Oh, my God. <laughs> BRB, guys. Yeah, shorthanded on the Ouija board like oh, it's yeah. texting. That's freaking amazing. I would shit in my pants. <laughs> Throwback just, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the Ouija board. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. No, I think that's really, that's a great question, though. You, that came from a skeptic. Yeah. Well, uh, well I mean, he calls himself a skeptic, but I, he, he wants to believe. But yeah, when he, I ask him what it'll take to believe, he's like, I want it to throw something. And I was like, uh, you, you imagine how many times I've been inside a place and something's been thrown? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My God. That's good stuff, though. Well, I'm going to wrap the show for now, but we're, fuck it. Yeah, let's do this again tomorrow, then. Same bat time, same bat channel. Definitely. <laughs> we'll do that. All right. You guys have a great rest of your day, night, or whatever, and we will talk to you very, very soon. Peace out. I make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. <laughs>